Cause I'm an island boy. I can't tell us if this is an elaborate tease or if you're genuinely <laughs> having technical difficulties. This is World More Meme Toxic Teachers Lounge number 61. Oh, this wow. is pure signal. Pure signal, because, guys, the scam is live now, I think. <laughs> Yo, thanks to uh, Simply Bitcoin for sponsoring a show that doesn't even <laughs> get recorded. All right, all right, all right, we're live. Uh, we're live now, we're live. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, fuck me. All right, um, well, thank you to everyone that hung out in the chat. This has been ridiculous. Uh, obviously on brand, and we've had technical difficulties. I won't spare you with all the intro shit that I did because I already wasted 10 minutes of people's time. But everyone, thank you for coming out. We love you. God damn, I will hopefully have this shit. <laughs> You'd think by 140 episodes I'd have this on lock, but I keep upgrading it every episode. So, uh, yeah, you guys could throw tomatoes at me. Wynikus, I'm sorry. One, Say step forward, one step forward, two steps back. That's the Bitcoin kindergarten way. Yeah, see, that's why, uh, that's why you guys love us, because we're authentically bad, and we're pretty upfront about it, and yet we're still here, and we haven't been canceled, and we'll still be here. All right, well, guys, thank you so much. I'm sure we'll still get some retarded, regarded conversation going for you guys. Uh, but like I was saying before, uh, I, had a, I went to some, uh, some local meetups this week. And one thing dawned on me, and that was that we have created a digital meetup here at Bitcoin Kindergarten, and we have created our own basically mini cult. And I know it's not just me and Wynikus or me and Nick and Jestifer that did it alone. It's all you guys that are out there and that have been coming back, that have been participating in the Discord, that meme with us every Wednesday, that tag us and stuff. So guys... Like, this is your guys' digital community as much as it's something that me and Wynick is host every week. And I just wanted to make that known that I this had this revelation this weekend. It's like, damn, I may have not gone to a local meetup much the last couple of years, but I've created one on the cyberspace and it just feels pretty good. And I, I think everyone that's been a part of this journey, I think everyone that's going to continue to fuck with us because we will be here as long as blocks are coming in. And we'll figure out ways to keep streaming for you guys. And we will continue to have technical difficulties. So, guys, I just wanted to say I love you guys. I thank you guys. Come come to us. Come participate. Send your peoples to us. Let's troll them. Let's be absurd. And that leads into my first topic. And over this weekend at this local meetup, I had a bunch of conversations on, like, the best way to orange pill people the best way to bring people into the bitcoin fold and as we as we see as this title is called it's called world war meme if you are you know not an ostrich and don't have your head in the sand you're realizing that there is a lot of shit going on in the world and it's very hard to pinpoint where to start with someone when you are orange pilling them so you know the best approach is obviously tailored and I obviously am a huge fan of my buddy Skeef and I love his approach and he and Shishi both have the approach of going 
I like to say full absurd, but they go they go full toxic maximalist. They they jump they 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 don't bullshit with the like try to coddle people into the space. They just hit them with all of it up front, and if it terrifies them, then so be it. And I kind of like that 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 angle of just hitting people with that raw signal, that raw toxic maximalist memes. You know, like I. Th- think personally that that's the best way to go about it show people that tough love hit them with the raw facts and it doesn't mean being an asshole it just means not coddling people and sometimes you just kind of have to start in the deep end and and blow people's minds and be like what the hell is this guy even saying to me right now but he's so convicted and he seems to be logically there and you just send them down the path. So I know personally that I'm not going to orange pill everyone. I'm under no illusions that I am the one that's going to bring mass adoption to the normies. And personally, I don't really care about that. We've tailored our show to be a Bitcoin remnant show. And if you don't know the remnant idea, it's go read Isaiah's job and come back to us, pause it on the show will be here but the idea is basically that you speak the raw signal and it doesn't matter who's there to listen the ones that will hear the message correctly are the remnant and that's the only one you're speaking to so you can't uh, you can't filter your signal or else the remnant the person you really want to get to won't get the message and they won't find the way so guys with all that being said we are going to talk a lot of shit tonight And I hope you find it as hilarious and as fucked up as we do, because the only way you're going to make it through this fucking ridiculous clown world we're living in right now is if you can point out the absurdity, if you can laugh while the world is burning around you and you can fucking profit and make the right moves and realize that, look, you can't change any everyone, but you can change yourself and you can change maybe hopefully some people around you. So. We're here to spread the memes, to spread the message, and hopefully something one of us say tonight is going to get you to go balls deep into Bitcoin, to sell everything you own, all your chairs, everything that you find to be fat. You're going to trim it. You're going to go all in on Bitcoin, and you're not going to look at the price. Like, guys, I don't know about you. I know a lot of friends are Bitcoiners around here, and they still look at the price, and I agree. The price is important, but... I don't really look at it, guys. I I have conviction in the network. I know blocks are coming in. I check block height. So I'm built different. I've been ranting. Anyone have thoughts? I see we got some chats. I think that price is a losing strategy. Looking at price, talking about price, basing your future life decisions on the price of Bitcoin and already planning your future is a losing strategy. Like, just don't look at it, pretend it doesn't exist, and just live how you want to live, and maybe one day things will be better. But, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. I just, I'm so tired of all this price talk I see and chart boys and lines and, like, just just go homeless, and that's the way to do it. That's that's just all I got to say. Well, Wynick is... If we're shilling homeless uh, things, we still, I don't know if, we, if we've really done the, the turn Wynicus into a sat billionaire fund yet. I don't think we've done a real campaign on that. Uh, do we want to put that in our back pocket for later or you want to go full <laughs> shill mode? 
Um, we won't start with sat billionaires yet because I don't think the world's ready for it. Um, we still need some more adoption on the sat standard. But I will say that I am currently in Bitcoin land and I will be taking sats for pupusas. So if you want to scam your sats for my appetite, then send them over, please. Wait, guys, I just came in Epiphany. I think what happened this week on Bitcoin Twitter was first found here on Bitcoin Kindergarten. If you know what I mean, you know, like maybe, you know, Untapped was like, wow, like these guys are going to ask for sat billionaires. I'm just going to just going to go for it. <laughs> yeah, we go right into it. Oof. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right, Shishi, you, you don't fuck around. I was hoping, I was hoping we get into a candidate. Listen, bro, we can only have one time on the internet. So I agree with Wynikus saying he needs to move the timeline. Yeah, don't be buying future houses in your head with your fake Bitcoin stash. Like, come on, guys. Hey, dude, uh, you know, I, I met Untapped. I, I haven't looked into the Citadel project, but uh, dead ass guys, I was looking at some messages and it was kind of looking like he was the Bitcoin Twitter swindler out there, boys. So better watch yourself. I like him. I, I'm not trying to shit on it. Obviously, just trying to make some funnies out here. But goddamn. Uh, heesh. I don't know. Shishi. Hey, go uh, fuck yourself. <laughs> I, I, I don't like him. Don't give him sats. Skeeve, go fuck yourself. All right. Well, guys, guys, I, look, I'm going to be honest. I Right now, I don't even care who's funded. I don't care who's asking for sats right now. Like, you probably shouldn't be giving people sats for future uh, investment, donation, whatever purposes, like trying to get more sats off your sats right now. Like, I, I don't. Dude, okay. Go read. Go read. Everyone's a scammer again, guys. Fuck. Now, counterpoint. Counterpoint, though. Don't trust. What if I find somebody who seems to speak in Braveheart language all the time and like constantly kind of having a slight plagiarism of Braveheart and quotes from that movie? Now, does just your your thesis there? It sounded pretty strong, but I want to know: does it, does it still hold up in that scenario? You think? Uh, life is meme and meme is life, right? Scheme? Question mark? Yeah. Yeah. Can I add that if you stay on Bitcoin Twitter long enough, you end up hating everyone? Go fuck yourself, Anikis. <laughs> Yo, whoever whoever's the first person to start hating on somebody on Bitcoin Twitter, like they're the pioneers of that movement. Like the first person that's why I E Dieter. That's, uh, I was about to say Dieter Bob, obviously. <laughs> That, but Dieter Bob just sprays and prays like he doesn't ha he doesn't have a method you know he doesn't pick his his hatred he just no, goes at no, everyone. No, Dieter Dieter has a a, a hairpin uh, trigger finger so like he's walking around like he feels a little bump he, you know he's doing drive bys like a little bump in the road just like, it's just like oh shit dude I saw you doing some shit like oh oh my bad dog he's one of us oh shit shouts out the deeds bro. Hey, we need that sometimes, though. We we need a we need to you know test our own pleb sharpen plebs out there. Wow, god damn! That was, that hey, was I'll just say, I'll say one thing though about what what Wanika said about Dieter Bob. 
ain't nobody ever blamed a fisherman for bringing extra fish to the shore. You know what I'm saying? Wisdom. Dropping wisdom. <laughs> well, we uh we got a good comment in in the YouTube chat. It says uh never give your sits your sats up for that shit. So shouts out to any rug tishisaka? <laughs> Question mark. Woo. All right, Shishi. Well, go fuck yourself. Uh ripping off the band-aid real quick. Had to so we can move on, you know. So is this next hour on. just us going to tell each other to go fuck ourselves? Can can it be? Go fuck can yourself. Can it be and, and then and some and some uh some funk master flex? Now listen. <laughs> That's Yo, all bars. I want to just also say go fuck yourself to Skeef because he donned the Bitcoin kindergarten hat before I did. So Skeef, go fuck yourself. Dog. Hey, it's in it's in the nest. Look at it for yourself. It looks best on me. Super dogs. Well, shout Yo, out to you guys. Optimus, go fuck yourself. I've been waiting so long for this fucking hat. Go fuck yourself. And Winicus, you have the merch plug. You're sitting on a fucking hammock. Order that shit. Go fuck yourself. We're getting it soon. <laughs> we just need to scam some more sats our way and, and they'll be in your hand. Be- no, don't get you. up, dude. No, no. Don't actually get up. Just order the fucking hats. If you don't think I'm on a hammock right now, you're mistaken. Wenicus, if you were to if you were to get a million dollars in seven days, would that be enough to get some hats? Um, <laughs> no comment. I was gonna say something, but no comment. I might need an extra five hundred thousand, and then we could probably make it work. Hashtag me too. Is five hundred thousand the new eight fifty? I need to be clear. I can't guarantee anything. You're gonna have to trust me. Agreed. I I will be needing five hundred thousand dollars for kindergarten hats and t-shirts. Uh, I will not disclose where the rest of the funds will go, but just know it's going to a good cold storage. I mean, uh, place. Sorry. Um, Research and development. Yes, but uh, yeah, Shishi, go fuck yourself, guys. In the chat, we will have some hats. We are going to try to scam you out of your sats for hats. We will have some other merch that you guys hopefully will get scammed out of. So thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Uh, You know, you will tell your children and grandchildren that Optimus Field scammed you out of their college tuition for a hat. And you'll be proud. And you'll like it. Oh, my God. Dude, like reverse weave? Holy shit. Yo, yo, everyone's a scammer V on the back of the hat. Yo, oh my god, can we do that one again? I need it. Yeah, you just have to give me more of your sats and we'll do it. <laughs> no, oh, no, no problem, bro. Dude. No problem. Oh. Guys, we are literally selling bottoms to get you guys merch. Like, you don't know how much this is hurting me. Uh, this is for the culture, guys. Like, for the culture. This is like the literal description of it. Yeah, Zorn, Zorn with an amazing comment in YouTube. He said, go fund yourself. So I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, thanks, Zorn. Great, great transition. Great transition. So what's uh, how about Canadian Castro? 
Yo, so that economy, yeah. Huh? You know what's the best thing about like the Bitcoin price is that it really is a direct correlation to how lazy we all are. Explain. Like, you know, it, it's the only thing that just has a simple supply demand. It's not like when someone says the economy and they give you this like super complicated fucking nonsense. It's like, no, if we were more productive, the price goes up. More productive means stacking more, but also spreading that sort of those antlers of trade trade routes to other people. And when they come to buy from you, you say, hey, if you just buy Bitcoin and send it to me, instead, I'll give you some discount, right? Or whatever. And it's like those things happen every day. But, you know, why is sitting on a fucking hammock and can't make hats? So the price is where it is. Who's a more well, productive member of society? Me sitting on a hammock or an accountant and a lawyer wearing a tie in an office? True. I'm spreading uh, the word of Satoshi. Topics. Doesn't matter where you are. I'm I'm spreading the word of Satoshi. Um. Yeah, you're right. Like sitting sitting on a hammock has the highest like return on life ever because you don't want to really move. So you're not trying to go anywhere. You're not trying to be anywhere. So I feel that. But what I will say is is that you know are you selling hammocks? Because I would buy one. I already told you I would. All I know is that I had a, a think boy thought while I was on the hammock and it was a very low time preference thought that I can do hammock sitting for a really long time, like when 70, 80, potentially like still sitting on a hammock. It's a good hobby to pick up. Just saying. Agreed. Honestly, Wynick is finessing uh, habits. Like Wynick is, in my opinion, like Inspector Gadget over here. Like, if you want to know how to simplify your life and, and still be connected into the uh, nomadic uh, work-at-home culture, Wynicus has the apps for it all. He's like, oh, yeah, here's an app. Here's an app. So, Wynicus, finesse lord, why do you think he's in Bitcoin? So he can sit on hammocks. Phew. When when app episode? When nomadic app? Ooh, Wynicus? We'll have to do an in-person one. So, are you saying Miami? I don't know. We'll see. We will see. All right, guys. Okay. All right. Well, as you can tell, I am very much in favor of the unpolished Bitcoin shill approach. So, if you want a polished Bitcoin shill, there's always Dan Held's channel. Um, yeah, he will. He will polish our content up present it to you for dollars preferably $850 and you will magically profit I don't make the rules that is how paid courses work so if you want to join Shishi's paid group the link is below in the description <laughs> you know I honestly want to start I, I want to start like one of those like meme websites or version of a paid group and just see if it gets donations, you know, because just to show how stupid people are and then I'll donate it to open source meme developers. You should donate it to Satyoshi's scam. Uh, he has a fund where he tells you he's going to scam you, but then donates it to truckers. Dude, honestly, Dude, that's scam base. super base. Well, speaking of uh, orange pilling people, 
what's what's your approach these days a noob comes up to you hey i heard you're into bitcoin like why should i have some you don't want well, none of well, this well, shit. well you don't well, want well, none well, of this shit <laughs> well shishi as much as i want to hear your approach because i saw your tweet today i really would love if skeef would actually divulge his approach because that might just blow people's minds skeef would you do us the honors uh sure <clears throat> Maybe the abridged version. I don't know what you can actually yeah. say on Twitter and YouTube. No, I, so basically so what, what we're talking about this weekend, like basically my, you know, I'm trying to think. My thinking is like I want, like I want someone to understand, you know, kind of the, the, the core issue, you know, which is not, not having enough money or something like that. Like, like the core issue is, you know, that they're, they're surrounded by people who, believe in this thing called political authority and that it's a just a completely nonsensical made up construct. And, um, I don't know. And so, you know, if somebody says, Hey, you know, ask them about Bitcoin, honestly, what I typically do is like, I would want to figure out something that they, that they care about. Like I do, I would definitely, like, I do want as many people as possible to understand it. And so, you know, like I, there's a, um, at a kid's activity, one of the other dads there, I was talking to him and he, you know, became clear very, very early on that he was kind of like libertarian type guy. And so that was easy, you know, I just started talking to him about, you know, you know, you know, this is why gold is good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, gold is good. Okay. Well, here's my Bitcoin's better. It's like those kinds of things, but like, I don't know, it really makes sense. But like with him, um, you know, also <clears throat> kind of taking it to the point of, you know, but, you know, you know, it's not about, or I don't know, I guess. Yeah. I think that's, that's all I'll say for now. Base uh, guys, the unabridged version would have you laughing so goddamn hard. You would lose your mind. Uh, if you ever, ever see Skeef in public uh, and you listen to this, ask him his unabridged version of, orange pilling people and i'm gonna tell you it's gonna be one of the funniest and best conversations ever uh i will i will paraphrase the approach and it's it's what i said earlier it, it's i like to say start at the absurd but that's not the correct way i i put it in the video earlier there was a i think it was uncle jim he put a link of bitstein's presentation at bitblock boom 2018 i believe about how to meme bitcoin correctly and i definitely recommend everyone go watch that and part of that speech it starts with like amplify and make it absurd so agree and amplify the message and start at the most absurd start at the most bullish start at what makes you most passionate about bitcoin and yeah, you're sure to scare off some people, but if you're well-read and you're well-versed in what you're actually passionate about and what you're talking about, and you don't you know, come off fully as a crazy person, I think agree and amplify the message of, you know, Bitcoin is going to take over the world. Bitcoin is going to 10 million, like, you know, hit people with these crazy ideas and, and your, your free market philosophies and people, you know, might get turned off, but I've realized lately that the approach of just speaking your mind, like just be as based as possible 
And if it scares some people, so be it. But there'll be people around you that agree with you. And I think I've noticed this personally, that there's a lot more people out there that agree with us. They're just kind of afraid to voice those opinions. So if you aren't afraid to voice those opinions, they'll come up to you and be like, wow, dude, like, I agree with you. That's super cool that you, you can actually say this. And then, you know, you give them enough confidence to actually speak their mind. Because the whole world is is recoiling from this cancel culture world we're living in, and it's eating itself. So the pendulum is going to swing back hard. I've been saying this for a while. And part of that is us just going out there and memeing people. Like, literally just go have fun and troll people. Like, amuse yourself in public. Doesn't mean being an asshole. But you can amuse yourself with people while you're orange pilling them. And, and like... Make it a interactive thing with people. Like, have fun. Like, you know, what's the Shakespearean uh, quote? Life is a theater and all the world's just actors. Well, go get on acting, boys. Like, go go make this shit fun. Yeah, like Mr. Robot59 says, be raw like OG Eddie Murphy. See, he gets it, guys. That's what, that's what we do over here. Is I'm not saying we even do good comedy. But I'm saying that through comedy, we'll be able to orange pill you. And we've done it before. And we'll keep doing it again. So as long as you have some sense of humor, we are going to get through. And you will be selling everything you own for some Bitcoin. Like, you'll you'll, you'll sell it all and be happy. And uh, this message is brought to you by Bitcoin Kindergarten. <laughs> I thought you were going to say simply Bitcoin. Damn. I was going to say the World Economic Forum, but... Uh, I got you, man. I got you. Man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, shouts out to Simply Bitcoin. Go watch them. Uh, honestly, guys, like they they only pay me. Actually, they don't even pay me. Uh, they literally, I I do it for free because Nico's my boy. Uh, but he should be paying me, anyways. <laughs> um, I literally like guys. I'll fall off the grid for a couple days. I'll try to you know like detox from Bitcoin, and then I'll binge watch Nico and Phil like. They're doing all the work for you guys. Like, you don't have to be on Bitcoin Twitter if you don't want to. You can literally shit post all day and not look at any Bitcoin stuff and just go watch their show and you'll be pretty much good. So, uh, you know, like I said, I only recommend them once the first time because it's an ad. Every other time is because I actually watch Simply Bitcoin and, and Nico and Phil guide me through all this shit because, uh, if it's for me, I'm very apolitical. I like Bitcoin because I don't like like she she said in the beginning. I'm a Bitcoiner because I am fucking lazy, bro. I don't want to go search through fucking different stock and investment opportunities and and shit coins and all this. I just want to put my money somewhere, park it, stack up more paper, make that into Bitcoin, and make sure that my savings doesn't get decimated going into the future like yes simplify your life guys it's it's there's a theme here tonight and uh the world is trying to make your life complicated we're about to go into world war three simplify your life go buy some bitcoin and be like Wynikus and live in a hammock digital nomadic life coming soon to bitcoin kindergarten jesus christ guys what more can we say Perma bull, I, I see. I see, oh, go Shishi, but perma bull, you can jump in next. I see you've had your hand going and everything. Shishi, jump no, hit in. it, hit it, not hit it, hit it. Oh, I didn't really have anything. I was just gonna say that you shouldn't have to speculate with the money that you're saving to to not be losing money. Like it's just ridiculous. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Saving. Agreed. 
And and furthermore, I did get into, I would say heated debates, but as you can tell, I just kind of like to debate, and it's fun to, to get into debates. And uh, it was on the idea of of uh, Bitcoin, like people shouldn't be speculating on Bitcoin. And uh, I just, you know, I heard him out, and I find him at fun. Like at the end, I'm like, "Yo, guys, like my fundamental view is all of life is speculation. So you're never gonna avoid speculation." But I agree. Like, I shouldn't have to speculate on money. Like, that's literally the definition of money. It's it's the most saleable good in the economy. I shouldn't have to speculate on that good. But yet here we are. And we have to tell you guys to go out and buy Bitcoin. Like, we live in a clown world. Uh, you know, get your head out of your ass. Stop listening to the news. Become your own news source. Or go watch Simply Bitcoin. Third shout out, Nico. Third shout out. And now you will become based and free. Like, it's a process. I I didn't, I wasn't born out the womb talking all my shit publicly on the internet. Uh, it took me a year and a half of coaxing. Actually, four. But here we are. And we do it for the culture, guys. Like, we're basically stepping on the landmine so you guys don't have to. Like, I say this all the time. We've made all the mistakes here. And we're trying to help you guys out. So you can think you're smarter than us. You can think you're going to, you know, pump your bags. But like, <laughs> as you can tell, uh, the markets aren't looking too good out there. So hopefully you are smartening up and you are putting your money where your mouth is. And it's in Bitcoin. Well, Optimus, you said something about orange pilling. And I don't. And when people come up to me, the first thing I tell them is you don't want none of this shit. This shit's highly addictive. Makes you rich, fuck. It might take over your life. It might start a podcast like Bitcoin Kid Regard. But um, on a real note, like I start off when I start off orange pilling people these days, I ask them like, what controls the world first? Like, and they say they all say data. And they're like, oh, data, data. That's the it's the currency. It's the new oil. That's what all the normies say, right? So you say, okay, like let me let me let me come at it from your perspective. You think data controls the world? All right. Well, who controls the data? Well, the people who have the, sh the most amount of money, right? And so it's just like on some level, you have to admit that the data is broken. Okay, so you're being spied on. So wouldn't you want to host your own data if it was easy and possible? Everyone shakes their head yes. Okay, fair. And then I said, what about your money? You don't want to host any amount of your own money. You just want to have it completely cashless society. And people are scared of the cashless society. A lot of people talk about that. And so, and that's sometimes even people's like detraction of Bitcoin, right? Like cash makes them feel comfortable because it's like physical, same with gold, right? And so once you attack it from that perspective, they have to understand that you say, okay, well, if you want to use Bitcoin, you're going to have to go to it directly and you do that through a full server that you're hosting at your house. You're hosting the data at your house. So you don't have to trust another server. And then when they go, okay, but what about the other cryptocurrencies? You say, yeah, exactly. Like they don't offer you that suite per se. And like, no, like you can go fishing, like go look for another uh, cryptocurrency, let's say that has the same assurances that Bitcoin has and that you can run your own full node so easily and transact globally. Like go for it. You know, like you can go look for your ROI wherever you want, but I'll just be here buying Bitcoin because like, it's the only thing that's actually fucking here to decentralize money. And then in that case, it's the only thing here that's gonna allow us to decentralize our data as well, because it wakes you up a little bit. You're like, wow, okay, like I'm hosting my money. What else can I host? 
But sometimes normies are like, all right, I'm hosting my data. What else can I host? You say, hey, you don't want to host any of your own money? Can I understand wanting to keep some fiat for expenses and stuff or, or oh, I don't believe, I, like, you know, how do I know if Bitcoin's for sure going to be successful? Like, not everybody can understand it fully, right? Or, or, or want to take the plunge. But when you start off on that perspective, like, hey, you don't want to have any self-custody money at all. I think that's like a powerful message, you know? I like to start off trying to get people's perspective on money. Cases, at least if you're, you know, one of the younger generations, like especially most people just haven't even taken the time to think about what is money and what does that mean to you? I find that once you start talking to people about what is money and you start getting them to think about why does money have value and why does money lose value? Like, why do we just think about it that the dollar loses value over time? I feel like that's always a really good segue into why at least part of why Bitcoin has value in that its supply is capped and always will be. Um, and then I start to talk about other aspects of Bitcoin aside from just its monetary policy. TC, you can jump in. Yeah. I love this conversation. Um, I think that most people have a bias towards totally trusting these totally untrustworthy institutions. I mean, most people have never in their lives questioned whether leaving their money in a bank is safe. And I think that's the, that's where you got to start. That's where you absolutely got to start. Cause how are you going to get people to even be able to wrestle with that question? Of, Don't you want to, don't you want to actually custody some of your money? Like if they if they believe that there's nothing to worry about with their money in the bank, why would they even entertain that question? So it's always got to start with attempting to explain like like what are the risks here? And if someone's old enough, they might remember, you know, 2008, which wasn't that long ago. But uh you know, that was a, a full-blown debt crisis. And we saw a couple banks bite the dust. They bailed out uh, most of them, but they couldn't save them all. You know, and then just more recently, you've seen in other parts of the world that the banks seize up the whole, you know, economy of a whole country seize up and people can't get their money out of the bank. So to me, that's like one of the most tangible arguments for why anyone would even want to you know go through the learning curve figure out how to actually custody some bitcoin and uh it's a it's a bit of a journey it's really like that and then that's again where i love in your intro you're talking about you know fuck trying to convince all the normies that they need to get on board people are going to figure this out likely only through a more difficult route where they experience things starting to fall apart around them. You know, I think you go to someone in Lebanon in the last year that watched their banks seize up. I'm pretty sure they're, they're real quick to understand this conversation. Um, but people who are living in, in too much comfort, they have trouble with it. So yeah, I think it's a, it's a real, it's a really important thing. And uh, you know, 
it's it's something I think that as this uh, clown world rolls on, we're we're seeing more and more stuff hit closer to home. Uh, certainly, it's been interesting watching what's going on in uh, Canada the last month or so, and uh, all of that sort of feels like it's just that much closer um, to to my own situation. I'm you know I'm in the states, and so it's uh, it's really front of mind for me. And anyone who's uh, a close, you know, friend or, or family member uh, over the last two years, I've I've tried to start this conversation, but it's it's not always being received. So you know, you uh, you do your thing. You got to take care of yourself. And you know, I think the the world and the game theory is going to play out and push more people towards just needing to figure this shit out. And uh, you know, any of my friends. Uh, pick up the phone and call me and say, Hey, you know, can you, can you explain that Bitcoin thing? Um, I'll be more than happy. So I'm going to chime in here while I got a minute, if that's all right. You're good. Jim. Can you hear me? All right, cool. Yeah. I'm in midtown Manhattan right now. Just got out of BitDev's meeting. Another awesome meeting. Those guys are brilliant over there teaching regular guys like me. So, uh, I find that I'm like, miles ahead of most people on Bitcoin. And uh, I also find that I can get way too technical trying to explain stuff. So I've learned to slow down with people and just let them ask me questions and then give them the shortest, quickest answer that, that almost requires they have to ask another question or then they're still not going to get it. You know, it's like if they say like, well, what about governments going to stop Bitcoin? I say they can stop you from using it, but they can't stop the protocol. And most people aren't going to really get that. So they might have to ask another question. What do you mean the protocol? Well, how is that different? What is that? If they're really engaged and they're thinking about your answer, they're going to ask more questions. And that's a person you can orange build because they want to know. If you have a conversation with somebody who's just, what is Bitcoin? And like you, you tell them something, they don't even really think through what you said or what their question was or what they're even looking for. Like a lot of people want to know stuff. They don't even know what they want to know. So if they're not ready to engage, you're just going to lose them. So you just got to let people come to you is what I found. So I'm going to be getting on a train soon. I'm going to keep trying to listen. I appreciate the opportunity. Optimus, Winnicus, thanks you guys every week for hosting this. Uh, thanks for letting me put in my two cents. But uh, I've been trying to orange pill people for years. And uh, I just found I got to pull back because most people, unless they want to engage, you're just going to lose them. So... Good luck, folks. Thank you, Jim. Thanks, Jim, for the uh, authentic New York City soundboard. Great sound effects. I wanted to add to this conversation. A uh, strategy that has been pretty effective for me lately has been starting off shilling why time is the most important asset in your life. And when you open that with that statement, people will agree with it for the most part. If they're not, then you probably shouldn't be talking to them. And then you just talk about the most effective tools of preserving time. When you're exchanging work today for a future time that you can use the value that you earned, right? That value is being stolen from you through these other monetary tools. So Bitcoin is the best way to not inflate your value that you're working for and you can't be censored from transacting it in the future. And I think time is like a good philosophical, like understanding point that everyone 
can agree upon like when you open up these orange pilling conversations so i, I at least for me that's been like really effective to at least pe get people interested in the conversation right away yeah actually i've, I've used that too that's, that's super effective the whole idea of that bitcoin is just a time chain and everyone else is speculating around it and the economy is being built around it yeah it really it really gets people good um it's, it's interesting, man, because I feel like some people, like there is no one way to orange pill because like, I'll give you an example. Like, let's say somebody speaks to Wynicus and then they speak to me and then they speak to Surfer Jim and then they speak to Optimist. So they might get four different perspectives and understand it. And then they talk to TC and TC finishes them off, you know? And then, you know, Coin Icarus helps them take, take self-custody. You never know who does what for somebody. Like people's journey sometimes is like a hodgepodge of like people helping them too. Yeah. I mean, but as far as like the time thing goes, it's, it's pretty easy to explain to somebody like, imagine you're Venezuelan, you're working your whole life. You spent 50 years saving your money in that country. And then all of a sudden it's gone in the blink of an eye due to something out of your control. Like government intervention will eventually get to whatever it is that you're trying to save. Hey, well, I got a second to jump in again. I just want to uh, add to what Optimus said. Coin Icarus and uh, Nico do an awesome everyday Simply Bitcoin that helps you stay caught up. They're usually funny. Uh, sometimes you might not know what they're talking about if you're not plugged into, say, Bitcoin Twitter, but uh, definitely worth it. These guys put a lot of time and energy into it, and they're getting better and better. So if you haven't listened to or watched Simply Bitcoin, you really ought to put it on your schedule. Uh, Coin Icarus, I think we might have to get paid per shout out because they, they're racking up, bro. They're racking up. Uh, Jim, love you. Love the background. I wanted to add a few a few comments. Uh, Wynikis said something about chilling with time. And, and then just like Jim was saying about, you know, it's pulling it back and, and slowing down. And so... Uh, one was a comment on Wynikis. Wynikis, do you think you'd get too cosmic sometimes when you orange pill and we lose people? Because I love getting cosmic. And that's the stuff that gets me excited. But I, I don't know about the average person out there. So tell me your experience. I mean, definitely, like, some people will just get into the conversation and be like, whoa, this guy's built different. He's weird. And then the people that are based will stick around and keep asking questions. And then you'll eventually get those people that will stick around long enough and be completely hooked and just keep probing and asking questions. So it really all depends. But yeah, I mean, this ain't for everybody. Build I mean, it different. is for everybody, but it's really not for everybody. Dude. And with that, you know how I've really been starting like that. Like someone's like, Hey, like what about Bitcoin? I'm like, Oh, you're not ready for that, bro. I'm like, come on, you think you're ready for that? Like, I, like I'll just rib them a little bit, and they'll be like, dude, come on, man, tell me. I'm like, I'm not sure, man. Like, you know, you got to, like, take self-custody of it. You might leave it on the exchange, and then, like, then I'm wasting my time. I'm like, I'm not sure, man. You know, I'm not sure you're ready. And then they're like, okay, like, let me ask you a bajillion questions, you know? Sometimes it's all ego. Yeah, but Shishi, how many Bitcoin do you have? Everyone asks, and I always tell them that the only amount they know is that you know, for people who are stacking in like smaller amounts in the beginning, I try to buy right along with them if I can. So if I know that someone's like 
talking to me and they're and I'm, I don't really give people a direction. I say, Hey, DCA or market buy, like whatever you want. Right. And if someone just starts start, like puts a few thousand bucks in, like I'll try to like stack as much as I have to my name in that moment with them instead of holding on to some powder. You know what I mean? So I tell them that too. I'm like, Hey, how much did you buy? And if it's like, you know, if I have something close to it, I'll tell them. And if not, I'll tell them, Hey, I just emptied my bank account for you, you know? Um, and then, you know, there is some dry powder that I keep for DCA. And also because sometimes I can just see the opportunity to stack cheaper. And I only like, you know, kind of, uh, you know, like speculate around, around my DCA, like how much should I put it to, should I speed it up or slow it down right with the income that I get in and stuff. And, uh, yeah, you know, once you have a established some sort of stack, then the the incoming cash you can you know play around with it to your own peril. Like I could have totally been wrong, you know. So, but I'm happy I did it. You know, stacking in this range pretty good. I uh, I want to add to the DCA comment that that's definitely part of my orange pilling strategy because you obviously get questions about price right away, like oh, is it in a good time or isn't it really volatile? And if you tell somebody right away, like, oh, I buy every, I buy every day. I don't look at the price. And I, I just, I just make sure I'm capturing the volatility over time there. You can see their, their mind, like a little confused, but then also just like, oh, that's interesting. You know? So I think telling somebody that the price is irrelevant to you and you're buying all the time and you're not somebody that just got in early is uh, pretty important as far as orange pilling people. Yeah, I will say that since I've switched to that wine, you're spot on. Like it, yeah. I probably since I've switched to the hourly DCA, I probably got like five more pills in me. Yeah, she she's got so many pills. He's gonna open up a pharmacy, dude. I'm already I'm already open for business, bro. Tip me whenever you want. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, she I think it's she she that said it. I think there's a good distinction when you're telling people to get into Bitcoin that you got to kind of like tell them like you got to continuously buy bitcoin you can't just be oh yeah you should buy some bitcoin because then they'll think like they should you know and and there's a there's a you know asterisk that you're talking to like an average person doesn't have a lot of money he he doesn't probably doesn't have much of a savings he lives paycheck to paycheck like that type of person it's just like yo just fucking continuously buy bitcoin and you'll be good just like believe in the process trust the process and it'll work out and like she she said I don't know how many times I've been orange pilling some of my friends and I just like max out my bank account and I just like stack it all. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Like it doesn't even matter the price. And and to see their eyes when they, when they look at you, they're like, yo, this motherfucker is crazy. And then like, you know, sometimes it pumps and sometimes it dumps and you're just like, it's just a part of the process, bro. Like it's a rite of passage, keep buying and, and you'll be good. Like trust the process. So there's there's something to what she she was saying but i want to back up a little bit tc you're still here um i think you made a great point though that you know when we're talking to a westerner you know someone in in america or or you know a top country a top g20 country it it has been hard to orange pill them with the idea that oh I wouldn't be putting my money in banks, you know, like, do you know how unsafe banks are and et cetera. And for a while there, it was hard to even get that thought across to the average person. They, they would just look at you like, dude, you know, we live in America. Like our banks are good. We got the best banks in the world. And now to see what is happening up North a little bit in Canada, I think 
it's going to slowly start to seep into the mainstream conscious and, and people will start waking up to the idea that like, wow, a Western country is out here freezing bank accounts and it could possibly be our country as well. So I do think that now we might have a better chance of orange pilling people because we have an actual event that we can reference and be like, well, look what Canadian Castro is doing up in Canada. You know, he's literally in people's bank accounts and trying to seize guns. But TC, jump in. You're totally you're totally right. And and on top of that, I think there's a growing awareness about like this phenomenon of money printing and the inflation and how these things are, are really hard to ignore now, much more so than a year or two ago. And I think it's it's a it's much more likely the average person you bump into notices how much more food costs than a year ago and notices how much more all the just basic needs cost and a surprising number of people i bump into and talk to they they, without anything say things like money printing those words come out of their mouth and they they know that there's like something happening here it's like a force that's not subsiding like that that whole line about inflation being transitory is is i think everyone's pretty aware that that's not the case so it's getting easier because the the world is just barreling in the trajectory that that it's going it's not slowing down and so this is kind of part of the inevitability of it i love just talking to people about you know if you took a chunk of money however much it was a thousand bucks ten thousand bucks a hundred bucks whatever and you stick it under a rock for a year or two do you think it buys you more or less in the future and then you do the same thing with Bitcoin, and it's obviously just opposite trajectories there. You know, the, the, the fiat money is guaranteed to purchase you less in the future. Bitcoin is all but guaranteed to purchase you more. So really showing people that in the context of what's happening out there in the real world where their basic needs are all just going up on, in price, I, I think it's easier than it's ever been to point that out. Hey, can I throw an opinion here, or I guess an idea around orange pilling? I have probably a very anti-cosmic approach to how I do this. Shoot I've it. it re- yeah, <clears throat> I've been doing it recently. Um, it's really merchant-focused, and uh, this is more sort of U.S., like Western developed country-based. I-, I don't think this approach would work in like an El Salvador or a developing country. But I've been just being very matter-of-fact, right? I think... You know, sometimes when you're having a casual conversation, like you're just like having a beer with people you don't know, you're talking about it. They can look at you a bit cross-eyed and like you're kind of, you know, a pseudo Jehovah witness. So I just kind of like recalibrate. I'm like, all right, I'm just getting to the brass tacks. Like, why is this relevant? And and answer the simple question of how does this make your life better? And so from the merchant side, I've been doing this like with more like, you know, guys that like run like food trucks, breweries, things where. Um, the sort of switch over cost for like trying to adopt Bitcoin just for your service is just very easy, right? You don't have to like overhaul your point of sale systems. You have to talk to like some, you know, like dickhead in corporate or anything like that. And I've been very matter of fact, I'm like, how much do you pay in credit card fees? And it's normally like two, 2.6%, you know, plus some like flat fee or whatever. I'm like, you know, do you accept Bitcoin? And they usually no. And then I'd like just mention 
all right, well, you know, Bitcoin, you know, you can give like a small spiel, just being very sort of careful not to sort of go off the deep end and just be very matter of fact and be like, you know, Bitcoin with Lightning, you know, and you download this Breeze wallet, you can accept Bitcoin right now from, you know, any customer who's interested in paying for near zero fees and like instant sub settlement, no chargebacks. You just start speaking more of their language around like, you know, the, the cost around operating their business. And I think it becomes a lot more receptive. And then for them too, and Allison say like, and hey, you know what? There's no cost. It's a free app. So your worst case scenario, you can market your business and say, we accept Bitcoin. Nobody shows up and buys it. And th there's no sweat off your back. And, and and the good positive case is that you do have people that kind of like perk up. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. This like coffee shop, this, this you know, food truck, this brewery accepts Bitcoin. You know, it can like create like a, a little bit of a buzz because to me, especially like when you think about gener like from a generational standpoint, I think something like 40 to 50% of like millennials and like Gen Zers, at least in America, are estimated to own like, you know, Bitcoin in some sort of capacity. I think it's just in inevitable in terms of the generational like pickup is going to happen, especially when a lot of the boomers and parents sort of like die off and that wealth is transferred. So to me, I'm, I'm, I think the better route is more merchant focused. I think a lot of like, if you, especially going to a lot of like the shit coiner rooms, there's always this prevailing thought for, especially for Bitcoin newbies, like, well, what can I do with it? Right. And I think there is, and I know this is somewhat controversial. There's the very sort of like, you know, steadfast, why the hell would you ever spend your Bitcoin? Things like that. But I think there's a big difference between like bearing Bitcoin and cold storage, which is obviously a great idea in DCAing, and then just having some like little casual spending money, like on like a blue wallet or just something quick on your phone. I, I mean, I would definitely like, you know, buy Bitcoin or like you know uh exchange sort of or services and products for bitcoin so i don't think that's like a radical idea and it shouldn't be because eventually we're going to get there like I, I i have a total appreciation for like hodl number go up etc but like for this eventually to be like a true circular economy and, and get to a point where we don't have to worry about like governments locking down shit and banks locking down shit, you do have to eventually get to this point where we do have this circular bitcoin economy so i i've been trying to orange pill more on that kind of merchant side and you'd be surprised a lot of these merchants and like especially the guys that run guys you know that run these like small businesses they're super receptive to trying new things they want to be you know future proof their business and be forward thinking and you know a lot of them are like a lot more curious though the only time there's a little bit of friction from like i haven't been doing this too long um but it's normally when they're just kind of leery of like well do i have to train on my staff like how to use like breeze wallet and things like that but aside from that they're super receptive um to it so just throwing that as like another idea out there in terms of orange pilling i think you just speak their language of like hey how do you make your business better and you can use this thing and i think the reason why this is works now is i think lightning is in a much better state today than it probably was two or three years ago when it was a little bit more sort of experimental and you would have like failed you know payment routes and stuff like that that would be obviously off-putting for like somebody who's new to bitcoin but i think right now it's in a far more advanced state where it could be more useful so um so i don't know just kind of like a another thought that uh i've at least been trying to sort of deploy in you know my immediate area where i live awesome diddy perma i'm gonna get you in but i, I wanted to do a few comments uh diddy you you jumped on a point about just you know orange pilling merchants around you and i kind of had this realization lately that I real that like now I'm more open to just orange pill strangers. Like for a while there, I was like, Oh, my OPSEC and I don't want people to know I'm a Bitcoiner. Now everyone already knows I'm a Bitcoiner <laughs> without you. Know, like I couldn't keep my mouth shut anyways. So now it, it, I like, I'm okay with just like wearing some Bitcoin merch around and, and starting conversations with strangers. And just, you know, you, you see that they're, 
there is people out there that that are looking for this information and they just need an excuse to uh you know ask questions so i do think it's it's a good idea on on all of us out here to to be a little more open about being bitcoiners and being confident about it be like yeah i'm a fucking bitcoiner like so what dude you know what that means like here's what it means and then you go full you know go down the full list of of what that actually means so I'm kind of turning to the idea that it's almost our responsibility to spread that sound money gospel. And, uh, you know, I'll be doing more of that recently. And, and uh, you know, hopefully you guys get inspired to do the same thing. And then another point, um, I've been thinking about the same thing, Diddy. Obviously, I joke a lot about not selling your sats and not spending your sats because um, I believe that Bitcoin will go up, number go up and it is the scarcest asset. And so you want to be holding it as long as you can, but I do use it as money. And I, you know, sometimes think about the opportunity cost of, uh, you know, dropping some Bitcoin to buy what I want and, and to purchase some goods and services. But I, you know, like I just think of it as the dollar value that I'm using. And so with that say, like, I think that one thing would be really cool is once we get like these drop shipping, uh, you know, internet companies, once we get producers taking Bitcoin, then the circular economy is going to really fucking take off. And I don't know exactly how to do that. But shit, if there was drop shipping sites taking my Bitcoin, I'd be buying all kinds of shit for you guys on Bitcoin kindergarten. So uh, someone out there, make sure that I can keep selling my sats to get you guys some merch. But I also kind of think that there is an opportunity to start orange pilling merchants and and we got robot five nine in the chat telling us to show them oshi and we're huge fans of oshi there's not much oshi activity where i'm at but maybe this is an opportunity for us to go spread the oshi word and start getting some merchants on oshi and uh you know just getting people involved because you know like there's no marketing team guys we are the marketing team for bitcoin so it's on what's up shishi you're you're saying that we're the marketing team for Bitcoin, but you're gonna sit on the hammock and not buy hats? Literally, dude. No appreciate, dude. I get no respect around here, bro. Dude, hats <laughs> coming soon. Don't don't doubt us. We we we're literally we couldn't even drop them earlier if we wanted, bro. Come on, Shishi. You gotta lower your time preference, dude. Dude, honestly, man, like, <laughs> um, you could have had so many more sats. It's your time preference that's high. Yeah, if that's only true. we if only we doxed the the merch that's actually coming in and to Shishi, but we we can't dox it yet. You'd you'd literally Damn. give us you'd, pre, you'd give us your sats pre ordered, bro. It's it's fresh off Damn. the factory today. Yo, pop the trunk, Tony. Give him the shirt. Fucking, I thought you guys were gonna throw me in that trunk and fucking. You never know. You know, took me to a back alley, popped the trunk. You know, yeah. I gave me if the you shirt. Guys are in Miami and you want Bitcoin Kindergarten merch? It's all done through a trunk so yo yeah i actually talked to uh i'm spacing i think it's michael right the the, the um founder one of the founders of oshi i think it's michael atwood maybe um yeah 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 so i i talked to him about it because like because the, they're a lot of like the inspiration that i had about it when i saw it they bounced like, oh this is fucking perfect and i love for the people that don't know about it like there's incentive model too, where like if you set a met, like a, a merchant up on Oshi, um, yes, there's a two and a half percent transaction fee. That of course that now kind of contends with your sort of pitch around like you know credit cards. Two two and a half percent is lower than 
most average transactions with credit cards still, but the two and a half percent, half of that percent actually goes to you for every single transaction. So you can imagine if, if you do a really sort of like, you know, spectacular job and the network effect takes hold in your immediate area, I mean, depends, I guess, on where you live. If you live out in the boonies, maybe it's a little trickier, but like, you know, you could accrue those essential, like th those fees for, you know, being essentially, uh, I guess like an, a, an evangelist, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, that, that app is pretty awesome. They actually just saw they updated the UI is like, uh, much more sleek. So, uh, that's definitely kind of like in my arsenal. Um, you know, I, I normally lean in first with breeze wallet just because they have this really like, um, simple point of sale system. I mean, you can add items and stuff like that. And like I said, th this is for really like basic, you know, merchants. We're talking people that, you know, cut hair, do very like basic services. Um, you know, they don't have this crazy skew of like inventory and shit like that. Uh, but like, to like this is the way I see it like I, I usually pitch breeze and then if they become more sophisticated I think Oshi is like a logical next step because the one thing a lot of merchants are going to want to do is they're one gonna and, and it's a reality right I think it makes us all cringe but it's the reality of you know adoption the journey that these merchants go through they're going to want to convert to dollars and uh in Oshi they can set up an open note account and do that you know pretty seamlessly so uh yeah uh that, that's a super cool app um and it's also cool because you could see you know merchants in your area but obviously right now it's 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 really we're like in the infancy of all this stuff but uh if, if people are curious about like an actual um sort of like merchant solution as it relates to uh adoption and stuff like that and, and really focused on what like local communities and like spending bitcoin where you live like that's that's the best app out there that i've i've seen at least because it's really designed for that and i'm sure folks like block um you know well, the artist formerly known as known as square or whatever you know they already have their hardware point of sale systems it's a matter of time for jack and that whole team is going to build in you know we'll accept bitcoin um but uh but i still think oh still going to have a, a you know a space to sort of contend with, with them as well because uh you know at the end of the day they're they are just like a large public company with um you know, uh, a lot of different sort of stakeholders and interests involved. So I think Oshi is going to be a lot more of a grassroots approach versus sort of blocks approach, which is probably going to be a lot more top down. So um, anyways, long winded sort of shout out to Oshi if you guys haven't uh, checked them out. Agreed. Michael's Michael's that dude. Really cool dude. He's been on kindergarten a few times. Uh, actually, he has coined the meme that ASIC miners keep or turn cow farts into eternal energy in cyberspace or something of the sorts. I'm butchering it, but <laughs> I'll retweet it for you guys. So, oh, damn. I get no respect around here and no respect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess let's move in to uh, another favorite topic this week, which is, guys, get your Bitcoin off exchanges, uh, like apostrophe mark, uh, exclamation mark, based. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, guys, come on. All right. So, long story short. The state hates you. They want to take your Bitcoin. If you're leaving your Bitcoin on exchanges, you're probably going to get fucked. So uh, I don't know, guys. I don't know if you care about Canadians. I kind of don't really. They're kind of nice. They're there. They're whatever. Maple syrup's chill. Whatever. Uh, Canadian Castro is doing some crazy shit over there. 
He's shutting down bank accounts. I hear he I hear he um, is going to people's houses that donated to the Freedom Convoy Fund and he's taking their guns. So, you know, like father, like son, you know, cut off their bank accounts, take their guns, ship them to their death. So, guys, this shit is happening and Bitcoin is freedom money. So it only works if you are self-custodying that Bitcoin. That means you're getting a wallet that you own the seed to. You're writing that down. You're backing that up and you're withdrawing all your Bitcoin from exchanges to that wallet. And if you are savvy, if you're smart, then maybe you're buying Bitcoin that's not an exchange, question mark, because, uh, you know, you're better off having the state not know you own Bitcoin. So, guys. Mine your Bitcoin. Yeah, you Bitcoin can, exactly. Mining. Exactly. There's various ways to get your Bitcoin. Long story short is the state fucking wants your Bitcoin. So. I think now might be a good time as ever to make sure that your backups and your cold storages are all good. Uh, you know, that you're, if you're multi-sigging, that your multi-sig backups are safe, that your passwords are safe, all that good stuff, guys. Because I can only imagine that sooner than later, we will be seeing more of this. So you don't want to get hit blindsided. Uh, also, you kind of want to, you know, uh, think about what your attack vectors are and, and who you might actually show up at your doorstep. But, guys, we say this every week. I, I don't, We've done 140 episodes. I, we've probably said it on every single episode. You shouldn't have Bitcoin on exchanges for long. Bitcoin exchanges are not wallets. It's literally the worst place to have your Bitcoin. There's a lot of historic, <laughs> there's a lot of events behind that. Uh, I made a great thread on Twitter. People love it. And uh, it's essentially secure your Bitcoin. Don't leave it on exchanges. Guys, like this is step one. If Once you guys you- are, if you guys are too scared to hold your Bitcoin, Optimus and I will, will uh, take custody of it for you. So you can trust Bitcoin kindergarten with your Bitcoin. Exactly. Don't do it. Don't trust anyone. <laughs> send us one Bitcoin. We'll send you four back. <laughs> yes. Unsaintsindergarden.com. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah, guys. Like, I don't know. Let's Let's just start memeing. I, Take I your coin off the exchange and <laughs> donate to memers. Donate to open source memers. Come on. Wynick is, is, is coming for Bitcoin Core Debs. You better watch out. Wynick wants all your funds. He's trying to go become a billionaire from, from crowdfunded SAT donations. Few will understand. I'm motivated now. I might have to get off the hammock. I'm going to build a page where you can sponsor a memer. So we're going to have a, a whole directory of Bitcoin meme, memeing soldiers out there that you can personally fund. Bro, wow. I put, Big I put and in, true. 
I put in the nest, dude. I, I think Satoshi was a memer. I think he, he was the OG. Bit, like, I, I don't know if it qualifies as a meme. I'm probably pushing the boundaries. But he did try to pitch everybody about the B logo and try to get some, like, feedback. So I feel like that was, like, the OG meme. Is Bitcoin I, I, a meme? He created the original meme, Bitcoin. Dude, oh, Bitcoin on. is just a meme to combat clown world. It's actually yeah. really simple. Uh, the the dollar sign, the S with the vertical line through it, that's sell. And the B with the vertical lines through it, that's buy. Real simple. Wisdom. Wow. Dropping heat, dude. Win paid group. No, I think Bitcoin is a meme, and that's why I think you're onto something with the meme developer funding. You know, so it's just it just continues that you know tradition dude we're just memeing magic internet money against clown world satoshi's wallet is a meme all right all right you're on to something here do you guys remember fahrenheit 451 where where humans were walking books and and the powers that be were burning books okay well follow me here guys Bitcoin is a meme, and we are a walking version of that meme. And they are trying to destroy the cyber citadel and the pure monetary energy network that is Bitcoin. But they can't kill us all, and we are the walking embodiment of the Bitcoin meme. Hence, we tell you every week to go fuck yourself. Go buy some Bitcoin. Stop acting like a bitch. Get your Bitcoin off exchanges and go tell everyone to suck your balls when you're sunning them, eating your steaks, not sitting on chairs. Come on, guys. Life is meme and meme is life. Like, have fun with this shit. If you're not having fun, guys, give me one. Give me a scratch record. Like, we need the scratch on deck. Come on, guys. If you're not having fun out here, like, what are you doing? <laughs> I said record scratch. For fuck's sake. Big old <laughs> oh, this one's for uh Copper Nixon. He really wanted to he, he paid a few sats for this uh soundboard request. Oh yes, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. Thank you, Copper Nixon. Thank you. Thank you, oh, yeah. Army. I just Shout I just thought Zoom. of another really good scam. So if anyone wants any soundboard effects, then send me some sats and I'll 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 interrupt Optimus with them. Honestly, I I'm I'm with that. Uh, and also we're gonna bite Marty Bent and TFTC. Uh, send us sats donations and we'll read whatever you want on the show. Scam yourself out of your sats. But get some free marketing on Bitcoin Kindergarten. Send all submissions to Winekiss, and uh, we'll figure out how to actually make it happen. Oh, yes, Daddy. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, shit. Do, do you guys even want to talk Bitcoin? Because it's kind of funny when we don't. Um, I don't know. Emoji, emoji check. How many of you are bots? You're a bot if you're not hitting emojis. Dang, everyone's a bot. That's what's up. 
Well, no one's responding. All right, I was gonna, I was gonna, uh, you know, see if you guys wanted the some Bitcoin content, but you don't. So I guess me and Winekus are gonna sit here for a little bit, wrap this show up, and uh, talk not about Bitcoin. Woo! With it, yeah. So let's shut it down. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna wrap this one up here in a minute. Considering that I wasted like twenty minutes of your time before the show started and then about an hour and 20 minutes of your time during the show. So I moral hope of you the had story. a great time. Moral of the story, just buy Bitcoin. Like that's what basically the moral of the story is every week. Literally guys, we, we, we have to, we have to do all the, the, you know, like, the jump around in clown suits and say all kind of ridiculous stuff to try to get us banned off YouTube and Twitter. So we can basically say, just buy Bitcoin, continue to buy Bitcoin. <laughs> Bro, there's a hundred, uh, there's 140 episodes of different ways of saying, just buy fucking Bitcoin or stop being an idiot. <laughs> Literally dead. Uh, over, over, uh, I don't know. 240 hours of various ways to say buy bitcoin and you still haven't bought bitcoin like what is wrong with you see you see you're making my point though that's why when someone asks you what about bitcoin you just tell them you don't want none of that shit guys i gotta peace out a little bit early get your corn off the exchanges get a miner get 10 more after a couple months and then get 100 i don't know what you got to do to make that happen but make it happen everybody everybody get yourself a miner Get mining if you're not already. If you're mining, you need to get more miners. You know what I'm saying? All right, everybody, have a good night. Thanks for having me, guys. Night, dude. Boost. Let's go. All right. Well, you need Bitcoin miners, not the other ones. Yo, I have a question. Do you think it'd be possible for us to crowdsource a billboard that just says "Get your coins off exchange" with a huge Bitcoin logo and a middle finger, and maybe a "Go fuck yourself" on there? Because I feel like it's not that expensive, but it would be epic like PR to get it off the exchanges right now. Dude, based on uh, some of the billboards I've seen just driving across the country, I don't can't can't imagine it's that expensive. I've seen some wacky ass shit. I, I'd imagine we could do it pretty quickly. Probably won't be in a premier agreed. location, depending on what kind of cash you're trying to drop though. Dude, let someone make it official and let's do this shit on Times Square. Okay, I'll do I'll do they'll do some R and D, bro. I don't know about Times Square, you fucking high. Bro, you don't you don't you can't even make hats, bro, let alone fucking get a sign on Times Square, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? Bro? Well see Shishi, the good thing is you're taking care of it. You see how I did that? Yeah, yeah, you're all the same. Listen, I'll, I'll definitely look into it though. Like I wonder what the prices are. The reason I was asking, I was wondering, I was wondering like I've never ever asked for like, hey, like so how much does that billboard cost? You know, for like for however long. Like it can't be that expensive. Yeah, but you're getting where all cheap Bitcoiners. There's yeah. a billboard here in El Salvador that just says Jesus Christ, so I think we could also shill our our God too. Yeah, it's so good. Just Jesus Christ, buy Bitcoin. Just add it. Be like, look, I'll pay for this for the rest of time. I'll leave Jesus Christ here, but just like add buy Bitcoin to it. Jesus would have bought Bitcoin. Dude. Satoshi was the second coming. You guys should be more inclusive. Okay, well, uh, 
this there is this person Le Jaja, but it seems like you're into shit coins. Uh, hello, do you have a question? Do you? Yeah, hi. You can speak. Yes. Hello. Wait. Dude, you invited a bot off here. Like, come on. Well, that's your, why. That's where's why. your social awareness? It unmuted itself, dude. That's why you're supposed to be doing a job. <laughs> All right, that's what's up. Well, guys, obviously the best show we've ever done. Um, you know, <laughs> maybe we will get a show with no technical difficulties. We appreciate you coming out. This show is a little shorter than usual because uh, technical difficulties. Anyways, this has been Optimus Fields at My Living Truth. This has been Bitcoin Kindergarten. We will be sticking around in the spaces so you don't have to leave. But if you're on YouTube, thank you for your comments. If you're on Twitch, I see you, robot. If you're on Twitter, we love you. You're in this Twitter spaces. We will be back next Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Unless I say otherwise, uh, I'm trying.